Well, a blessed Sunday to you, Portals of Prayer, September 20th. Hey, um, it depends on what time you're listening to this, but I want to encourage you, we are launching Children's Ministry Kids uh, Sunday School this morning. Uh, we figured out some, some ways to do it, and so, but it is at 9 a.m. during the Sunday School Hour, and one of the things that we want to accomplish during this time is to really help your parents, um, you know, to, to try to figure out ways that we can serve you as a family and help your children understand what it is to to know Jesus and also what it is to to be in corporate worship at the 10 o'clock hour. Um, You know, it's hard as a parent having kids sit in church with you, but I do value the the importance that it is for your kids to see you worshiping um, God. And also it's important for kids to know that they are part of a community of believers and those who are worshiping our holy God. And so don't be discouraged. It's a season, but we want to help you pour into your kids. And so nine o'clock, if you're uh, watching this early in the morning, you're like, maybe I should get the kids out of bed and get them there for the launch of children's Sunday school at 9 a.m. Anyway, we're also looking at ways to serve families with younger ones during the church hour. Um, so I'd appreciate your prayer for that. Let's a lot of scripture to read this morning, so let's dive in. First Kings chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. As soon as Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that Solomon desired to build, the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your plea which you have made before me. I have consecrated this house that you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. And as for you, if you will walk before me as David your father walked, with integrity of heart and uprightness, doing according to all that I have commanded you, and keeping my statutes and my rules. Then I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. But if you turn aside from following me, you are your children, and do not keep my commandments and my statutes that I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them. Then I will cut off Israel from the land that I have given them, and the house that I have consecrated for my name I will cast out of my sight, and Israel will become a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And this house shall become a heap of ruins. Everyone passing by it will be astonished and will hiss, and they will say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? Then they will say, Because they abandoned the Lord their God, who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold onto other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore the Lord has brought all this disaster on them. Psalm 71, verses 1 through 20. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open up my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from our children, but tell them to to the coming generation, the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach to their children, that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. The Ephraimites, armed with the bow, turned back on the day of the battle. They did not keep God's covenant, but refused to walk according to his law. 
They forgot his works and the wonders that they had shown him. In the sight of their fathers he performed wonders. In the land of Egypt, in the fields of Zoan, he divided the sea and let them pass through it, and made the waters stand like a heap. In the daytime he led them with a the cloud, and all the night with a fiery light. He split rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly as from the deep. He made streams come out of the rock and caused waters to flow down like rivers. Yet they sinned still more against him, rebelling against the God Most High in the desert. They tested God in their heart by demanding food they craved. They spoke against God, saying, Can God spread a table in the wilderness? He struck the rock so that water gushed out and streams flowed. Can he also give bread or provide meat for his people? Restored. Have there been times in your life when you have felt spiritually dry and parched? Did it seem like God was far away and perhaps even uninterested or unavailable? There have been times in my life when I felt empty and alone, but it was not because God took up and left. Rather, it was because I had strayed from his path and was now aimlessly wandering in my own discomfort. God continually called Israel to stop, pay attention, listen up, and to be restored by Teshuvah, repentance and returning to God. Just as an earthly father holds out his arms to comfort his hurting child, so too our God extends his loving arms to us through grace and mercy. God's Holy Spirit calls us to be restored and moves us to seek the Lord's mercy. But we can resist the Spirit. If you find yourself now doing that, repent. If you feel apart from God today, turn to the Lord. Tell Him your story. Seek His forgiveness and receive His loving grace. Restore us again, O Lord, as in the days of old. Amen. So I challenge you, get your behinds to church. Get your kids to church. Listen, um, when we look at, at the the downfall of the nation of Israel from generation to generation is because the parents did not tell kids about the Lord. They did not raise them in the way that they should go. And in fact, they had this mentality, which maybe you've heard of today. Well, I don't want to force my faith upon them. I want them to, to decide for themselves. Well, that's hogwash. Um, I would like to use some stronger words, but that, that's, that's relinquishing your job as a parent to raise a child in the ways of God. You are there to guide your kid. You don't sit there and say, well, maybe they'll learn how to change themselves. Maybe, maybe you know, if they decide uh, to change their diapers or to walk, you know, to, to, when, when, when they decide to go to bed, when they decide to eat right, when they decide to learn math. No, we teach them, we guide them. It's our job. It's relentless and difficult work, but God will help you in the task. And I don't want to be hard on anybody, but we really need to help our next generation. If we want to, if we sit there and complain about generation to generation, what are you doing as a parent? To raise your child in the way that they should go. To teach them the ways of the Lord. To say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is what we do as our house. When they get out of the house, okay, and that's up to them. But in your house, and I guarantee you, if in your house you'd show the grace and the mercy and the love of God and how cherished they are because they are a beloved child of God, I guarantee you that even if they might get a little hiccup a little bit in their faith, they will not turn from the Lord. It's a promise you can take from the Lord. So, long-winded today. May God richly bless your day. Enjoy Jesus. Go and share life. I hope to see you at church soon.